Welcome to this week's 5-Minute Rashi, coming to you from Melbourne, Australia. The parasha of Toledot has as his opening line in Perakafei Pasuk Yutet, Ve'ele Toledot Yitzchak ben Avraham, Avraham holid et Yitzchak. These are the generations of Yitzchak, the son of Avraham. Avraham was the father of Yitzchak. And Rashi asked the obvious question. Since the Pasuk has always re- already written, Yitzchak was the son of Avraham, Avraham holid et Yitzchak. It nevertheless is necessary to say Avraham was the father of Yitzchak. Because the scoffers of that generation said, that Sarah became pregnant from Avimelech, the king of the Pelishtim. In other words, during the time of the famine, when, Yitz, when Avraham and Sarah lived in the land of the Pelishtim, it was Avimelech who was the father of Sarah's child. Continues Rashi, the logic of these scoffers was, Behold, many years Sarah was with Abraham, and she didn't become pregnant from him. So in response to these scoffers, continues Rashi, What did Hashem do? He made the face of Yitzchak similar to that of Abraham, and everyone testified, Avraham holid et Yitzchak. Avraham was the father of Yitzchak. In this way, Rashi has answered the question why we need the apparent repetition of Yitzchak ben Avraham and Avraham holid et Yitzchak. And furthermore, he's explained that the words Avraham holid et Yitzchak were the expression of the multitude who, when they saw Yitzchak and his resemblance to Avraham, they declared for themselves Avraham was the father of Yitzchak. The Beit HaLevi asked the question, of what benefit was this argument to the scoffers? After all, if they wanted to deny that a miracle happened in the sense that Abraham, as a very old man, was able to father a child, they were still acknowledging that an even greater miracle had happened, that Sarah, as an old lady, well past her childbearing years, she was able to have a child. So why exactly were they keen to deny the miracle on Abraham's part even though they admitted it on Sarah's. Says the Beta Levi, they wanted to reject the work of Hashem because Avraham was the one who was publicly bringing the knowledge of God to the world. That was why he was the particular target for them. And says the Beta Levi, this is the way, the foolish way of such scoffers. They accept that miracles happen, but not certain miracles that they want to deny. They accepted that Sarah became pregnant miraculously, but they wanted to deny that there was any miracle given to, as it were, God's chosen one, namely Avraham. Rav Soloveitchik explains beautifully the attitude of these scoffers in one of his droshot in the book, Five Droshot, also known as the Rav Speaks. And I can do no better than quote the Rav's words themselves. And he says like this, People laughed at the event. They did not believe that Yitzchak would inherit Avraham, that he, a young lad of the new generation, would continue to carry Avraham's visions and laws, and that he would also engage in building altars and calling on the name of God. They laughed at Avraham's dreams, 
that his son would give his life for Torah and fight for the sanctity of Abraham's house. In other words, what the scoffers wanted to challenge was the link between Abraham and Yitzchak, and not just the biological link, but the ideological link. At this point, we can refer to Peruk Yudchet, Pasuk Yudchet, where we learn that Abraham was given a special love by God, not just because of his own merits and the wonderful things that he did, but in particular, because as the verse says, Asher Yitzava et banav et beito acharav v'shamru derech Hashem. Because Abraham will command his children and his household after him, and they will keep the way of God. In other words, this, the greatest thing that Abraham can achieve, beyond all his wonderful uh, outreach program where he tells the world about God, is to ensure that the next generation will inherit the same values. Perhaps that's how we can explain another curious Rashi in this week's parsha, on Perak Hafei Pasuk Kaf Aleph, where we learn that both Yitzchak and Rivka davened for a child, but it was Yitzchak that was answered and not Rivka. Says Rashi, She'ein dome tefillat tzadik ben tzadik letefillat tzadik ben rasha. The tefillah, the prayer of a righteous person who is the child of a wicked person, which was the case of Rivka, is not the same as the prayer of a righteous person who is the child of a righteous person, which is the case of Yitzchak, which is why his prayer was answered. This seems very unfair when it applies to people who, through no fault of their own, come from a family which is not as religious as them. But perhaps what Rashi is saying is the link between two generations working together, having the same values, and the first generation internalizes those values in the second generation, that creates a powerful bond, a chain which is, has extra power and therefore extra merit, and therefore its prayers are answered. To continue with the words of Rav Soloveitchik, he says, The scoffers said, Sarah conceived from Avimelech. It is impossible to pass on Avraham's outlook, the mitzvot of Avraham, his statutes and laws to the modern generation, to young Yitzchak who fights with a rifle, works in laboratories and thinks in modern categories of thought. When Avraham dies, people said, his entire philosophy will perish, his altars will be dismantled, his shulchan arach will be eaten by moths, and all trace of his life will vanish. Obviously, Rav Soloveitchik is talking about the situation of Abraham and Yitzchak, but he's comparing it to our own times. The miracle that Abraham was the father of Yitzchak, i.e. that Yitzchak inherited Abraham's values, is played out in our own time. When in those days and in ours, people said, Judaism is too old, Judaism will die a natural death, because the new young generation won't be interested, it turned out they were wrong then and they were wrong now. As the Rav Soloveitchik continues, years passed by and those who wanted to laugh at Yitzchak and the hopes that Avram pinned on him suddenly began to query and ask, is Yitzchak really sincere in his efforts to resuscitate Avraham's work? What is going on? They rubbed their eyes. Yitzchak was indeed continuing with Avraham's enterprises. He was fighting for the same ideals doing the same things that his father had done, the same Gemara, the same Shulchan Arach, the same Shabbat, the same Halacha. Who could have foreseen that the young, modern Yitzchak would demand a kosher kitchen and fight for religious education and the like? Who would have guessed that he would speak with the same language that old Abraham spoke as the author of the Shulchan Arach, the Ramah, the Gaon of Vilna, and Rav Chaim of Elazhin? Rav Soloveitchik says, the miracle of our time, 
is that even in different circumstances, even in the modern state of Israel, to which he was referring in particular, the new generation did maintain the values of the previous generation. They maintained the same fidelity to Jewish life and to Jewish law. It was a miracle in the case of Yitzchak that he truly was the son of Abraham. Abraham was truly the father of Yitzchak, genetically and ideologically. And it's the same miracle that is played out in our own time. Shabbat Shalom.